Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing. And sometimes we don't. This is the crossover. And that's my point, dude. It's it's that's the parents' problem. It's not like I'm counting how many teeth your kids have when they walk through the door. Why not? Isn't that like that's not something you do? It's not part of the checklist, dude. Really? You got you got all your hands, you got you got all your feet, right? Both your eyeballs are there. I'm not your dentist. No lice, no scoliosis. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it could be worse. When was the last time we sat in this room? Because I I was trying to think about it today, and I couldn't couldn't come up with it. Well, I think it was before the week before Colorado. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. Welcome to the crossover. Today's show is brought to you by Jim's Outlaws, Northwest Figure 8, Polk Brothers Racing, Loyalty Racing, and a Rule One Shot. Not drinking tonight, but Moon Drops Distillery. <laughs> Brought to you by Moon Dude, Drops Distillery. I had an awesome tour group yesterday. Did you? I did. They were so fun. Um, the the tasting room manager was late. Okay. Um, because she was, funny enough, she was saving a stranded puppy. Really? So, and I don't have keys to the building because why would you give a guy that works, you know, like two once hours a, day. a week? Right. So I was just sitting on, and I actually, I got to, like, I told some of the stories from the tour and stuff like that, because, and I said, don't worry, you're still going to get your full tour, but sure. we might as well talk about something. We shot this for a little while, and yeah, man, I sold bottles and got tips. Like, it was a, it was, really? it was a really fun group. It was a really Good. fun group. Um, I am, to the people that are listening and regularly listening, I love that you do this. I love that you listen. I love that you love what we love. I am not into this today. I am fucking exhausted. I can tell. So first of all, I've been fighting the same cold or flu that I had since before we left for Man. Wisconsin, if you'll remember correctly. Oh, my God. You were sick before Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. remember, I had to call my cousin and say, hey, so you know I have the flu. Are you guys cool with this? I don't think I mentioned this on the show. Right. But. He's like, listen, this the is Wisconsin. The problem is I've been chasing a sleep cycle yeah. because it was Wisconsin. Then it was Colorado. <laughs> then I did sleepaway camp with my kids for four days out, oh my out God. in the woods. And then Denver. Yep. And this last weekend. And then, by the way, we get back from Denver 24 hours later. You're in, less you're, than 24 you're in a hours classroom. Like, I'm, I, well, we didn't have kids that day. But, yeah, then we're back. Then I'm back to work. Oh, my God. And we have, there are four people in this house. Yeah. All four of us are going to school every day. All four of us are going to different schools. Right. So every fucking germ mm-hmm. in Madison and Hamilton County are coming into this house. You're bringing, you're bringing shit back. Dude, it's unreal. Yeah. And I talk all day. Like, I have That's to what talk. what you do. It's not, uh, you know, it's yeah. not an option not to. Um, but in a brand new school, my classroom's not even completely set up yet. Yeah. My wife, first year teacher, her classroom's not set up, and she just has some hellions from what I understand. Really? Yeah. She's having a real rough go of it. Well, at least her afternoon session or whatever. Okay. Um, and then my daughter, one of my sh- one of my socks is inside. <laughs> and my daughter, if you hadn't pointed that yeah, out, I would have never noticed. My daughter now, st- hey, they don't have holes. My daughter is starting middle school, so she's been going through a ton of stress. Wow. Um, because, middle school's tough, man. Well, she now has to change classes every hour. Oh, so she's learning about going from when class you were to class. in middle school or high, you did a year of high school, right? I yeah, no, I did. I did three years of middle or two and a half years of middle, and then I was homeschooled. So, the middle school, did you change? Yes, change periods. Yes, we did. What do you remember? How long your? I remember what my passing period was in high school. Well, my passing period, like yeah. how long it took how to get long, from class to no, class. No, no, how long they gave you. 
Oh, five minutes. Okay, so I had six. It was yeah. a very big building. My daughter, right. four minutes. Wow. And they said it used to be five, and they found the perfect balance was four because four cut out all the socializing. The problem is my daughter is a band kid. Mm-hmm. So there are times she has to go get equipment. Right. And backpacks aren't allowed in rooms. No. So you have to stop. You either have to learn to carry more than one subject with you. Right. Or you have to stop at your locker after every class. Every class. So I'm actually going to get her one of those old book belts. The, like like the old school what kids used to carry, like a book strap. Yeah, yeah, like it just wraps around because, the book. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's not a backpack. Nope. Um, and she's petrified. She's terrified I'm going to do it. Why? Because no one else has one. Well, if people talk crap, she can take the book belt and go, wham! That's right. Smack them right in That's the face. Right. What's really funny, though... And everyone's going to want a book belt. Um, we, were, we were at orientation night. And, well, yeah. So we were at orientation night. And we were... Not orientation. Meet the teacher. So you right. can walk your schedule. Sure. Well, her study, study um, hall period... Mm-hmm. You didn't meet the teacher for that one because there's no need to. You don't have to. Sure, right. You don't need. You're not gonna. You don't need to know their personality. So that teacher wasn't even there. Nice. So I'm chilling because we have this 30 minute block or whatever it is to just wait for the next thing. And there's this. It's so funny. There's this mom opening her daughter's locker, and for a lot of these kids, it's the first time they've dealt with a combination lock. Right. And I'm like, okay. So she's showing, she, rather than showing her how to do it, mm-hmm. she's doing it for her. And Wrong. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, whatever. Not my kid. Right. Not my kid. And then the daughter's, like, getting an attitude because mom can't get it open. And she was like, uh, are you even sure this is my actual locker? And I'm thinking to myself, you little bitch. What a you don't know where your locker is? Right. In advance of, now I, I had the benefit of having to deal with fifth graders last year when I was in an intermediate sure. school. Sure. So I have combination locks for practice. Right. So a month before orientation, I handed my daughter the lock mm-hmm. and a combination mm-hmm. and instructions. I said, master it. I'll give you $5 if you can unlock it three times in a row. Nice. And it took her a day, but she did it. Good. And now that my fifth graders in our district are not in the intermediate school and I'm back to Cubbies. I'm not back to Cubbies. It's my first time with Cubbies. It's my second year. Right. Um, I've talked to the other fifth grade teachers in my school because we're all sending kids to the intermediate school. I just left next year. Right. And I said, we're going to do a combination exercise and they're going to get a piece of candy or something after they've proven they can unlock their lock. But I, I just, I couldn't just, I couldn't feather. And what makes me crazy is the mom's taking it. Yeah, no, honey, I'm pretty sure I checked. This is your locker number. I'm like, oh, man. My if mom I would had have beat s- my ass. Oh, hell yeah, if my mom, if I had said that to my mom. Oh, my God, shoot. I had a kid today that wanted to get a girl's attention by yanking on her braids. How and old are they? They're fifth graders. So they're Yikes. either about to be 10 or about to be 11. Sure. And... And it's it's a boy and a girl, and I pull him outside. And by the way, I told my entire class, boys, you need to hear this. I have a zero tolerance policy when it comes to putting your hands on ladies, yep. on, on girls. Nothing. I will not tolerate it. It's a straight to the dean's office. Yeah. And he was like, I was just trying to get her attention. I don't give a shit. And he has, and he has curls, like twists. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
And because I know the school that I went to, especially the parochial school that I went uh-huh. to, if I had said that to my teacher, you know what my teacher would have done? Yanked your hair. He would have grabbed my hair and said, do I have your attention? Yup. But I said, would you be okay with me grabbing your hair if I want to get your attention? He was like, no. I said, you'd be ready to throw hands, wouldn't you? He was like, well, I wouldn't swing on a teacher, but I'd be mad. I'm like, how is it any different? Yeah. Well, I know her. So? She's in, there, shit. she's in there crying right now. These yeah. fucking idiots, I swear. Although, I do love the our district is clamped down in two really big ways. First one is on cell phone use. Really? I love their new policy. Good. First first offense, I take it away. Mm-hmm. You get it to the end of the day. Right. Second offense, I take it away, give it to, de- to the dean. Yeah. Mom or dad has to come pick it up. Oh. Third offense, yeah. you get it back in June. Dude. Yep. Did the parents all sign of the something? Parents, all of, no, it, you don't have to, they don't have to sign anything to agree to that. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You, you've, listen, you've seen the policy. You right. know the policy. And here's the thing. When, when mom or dad comes to pick it up that second time mm-hmm. with the dean, you tell the parent if it happens again. You don't get it back till June. You don't June. Get, back, get it back till June. You can huff and puff and blow my shack down all the fuck you want. It's just not happening. Yep. Um. And for the most part, like at the fifth grade level, it's not that big a deal. Sure. It, it's just not. I think this, I'm, I'm in my second year. I think I've taken cell phones away twice. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the, like, I'm not supposed to see them at all at any point in the day. Sure. At the end of the day, if one falls out of a backpack or whatever, whatever, it's not right. that big a deal. The next one, and it's because of the school I just left, the new fighting policy, which I love. Mm-hmm. We were namby-pamby kind of pinko liberal about this. And I'm right. sorry, I'm not, I don't mean to be offensive, but when it, come, it. No, when it comes to certain things, you just can't have any lenience. Mm-hmm. And there used to be this flow chart, this process. What was the fight about? Who was like, who responded, blah, blah, blah. Cut and dry now. If you get into a fight mm-hmm. and it's clear you're not just defending yourself because you don't, even though this isn't written into the rules, you don't really get in trouble for defending yourself. Right. Like if you're actively getting like whooped on. Like you shouldn't. Yep. Yep. But I tell all of my boys, if you're defending yourself and that person is now on the floor, you stop. Right. Because you're not defending yourself The moment anymore. they're done, you, yep. you know, yeah. If you fight, first offense, five-day suspension. Okay. Second offense, see you next year. No. Yep. That's dope. Yep. Good. And I love it. My wife already has two kids. On five-day suspension. Wow. Yeah. I have a kid already on bus, uh, two kids on bus suspensions for getting to a, a verbal altercation on the bus. What the hell's a bus? Does that mean, like, you can't ride the bus? You can't ride the bus. Mom for how long? Um, both, so this was first offense, and it and they only said um, the F word. What's worse than that, you're asking? The N word, which wasn't used. Good. Yeah. That's um, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I didn't, and I didn't tell you this. I am actively trying to get through two shows without swearing. Because you and I, no, here's the thing. You and I had a conversation, and it's like, am I relying on it too much, like, to make a point? And then I started thinking about it. Well, I can get through a week's worth of classes without swearing. I've sworn, I've swear, sworn and sweared. Is it sweared or sworn? Don't matter. I have cussed You've used twice, naughty language. Twice. Once, kind of on purpose, I said, damn. Once, it was poop. And it it just, for the first time in my life, something unplanned left my mouth. 
and it was because I was frustrated. Because you I was said trying the S word. Yeah, yes, I was trying to show them something. It was it was a cool science experiment. Sure. And they wouldn't settle down. And I said, Hey, this is why we don't do blank like this in this class. And it stopped and I'm like Uh oh. I said, I promise I'll bring in donuts tomorrow if no one if ever no one says yeah, a no one freaking word, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they got into a verbal fight on the bus. So they each got suspended off the bus for a day. And for some of these parents, that's a big deal. Yeah. Like you have to, you, you're going to miss work over it. Not a whole day, but you're going to be later. You'll be late. Right. Yeah. Um, in the district that I live in, um, we're, we're seen as like. The redheaded stepchild. Ba- babysitters. Like. Oh. We don't. You don't there's teach. Very, no, we teach, but there's very little parent interaction. It's very much, hey, I send my kid there for you to take care of him and to teach him. Don't bug me. Wow. Don't, don't bother me with shit. Wow. And I, I get that energy. I feel that. I understand what they mean. Sure. But, and I tell every parent that I met this, and I had a great turnout for Meet the Parent Night. I had eight kids last year. This year I had 19 out of 22. Wow. And I said... Don't ever be afraid to reach out to me. Of course. I have been a teacher for two years, but I've been a parent for 12. I put the parent relationship first. Always. You are never going to have to worry about me keeping anything from you. And if you see me at a Dave show, you mind your business. I don't know that that is going to be a concern. I think it would be way more likely for them to bump into me at the concert I'm going to tomorrow than a Dave show. Where are you going? Um, and the sad thing is, is my wife and I are now actively trying to sell the tickets. Mudvayne is playing tomorrow. Oh, cool. But they're the headliner of four different bands. So they go on stage at 930. Oh, my gosh. And Who it's goes a, on before It's them? a school night. Uh, Cole Chamber, Nonpoint, and Butcher Babies. No band, bands I don't want to see. I've never been a Cole Chamber fan. Right. There's I only one, know one. One of those of those three bands, I only know one. That's Cole one? Chamber. Cole Chamber. That's it. Um, Nonpoint. Did a song that got kind of popular called Bullet with a Name. Okay. Um, but they also did a phenomenal cover of In the Air Tonight, the Phil Collins. Oh, great. Collins I don't know if you ever saw. Didn't there was, Dave do there a really was, good cover of that? I don't think so. No, okay. What am I thinking? Um, I think it's something else. Maybe. I don't know if there was a there was a Lincoln commercial, Lincoln Car Company, the, of a rock band covering In the Air Tonight. Yes. That was non-point. Oh, got it. Okay. Very, very good cover. Got it. Butcher Babies, I know nothing about. Yeah. But what? I but I was a huge Mudvayne fan, but it's a fucking Tuesday. Right. So I'm actively, the problem is there's plenty of tickets available. So I've, I threw it up of all things on the Deer Creek Dave Matthews band group. See who would buy. Hey, face ticket, face, face value or less. I want to get something back. Let me ask a question. So this is going to air Wednesday. How much are the tickets? Uh, If you're comfortable. No, I'm going to have to open it up. Oh, they're digital. Like they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because it, uh, even when you go to the box office, yeah. they don't give you physical tickets. Anymore. No way. They don't. Um, and the only reason that I, have, I ever have physical tickets for Dave Matthews band shows is because you get them directly from the fan. Of club. course. Um, and the, what is this sign in bullshit? I, I just had it pulled up. They're, they're not expensive. I'm going to take a guess. Yeah. Like 30 bucks. I think they're now, I think they were 45 a piece. Whatever. That's not bad. Um, it is to see the I, one I, band. I get where you're going with this, right? And there is a chance we will just eat the cost, sure, and not go just because it's it's become about what is our time worth, right? Um, when I bought the tickets, it did not occur to me that it was a school night, right? Because and I then you'd still, be you'd have mononucleosis. 
Yeah. Um, I am still, yes, Matthew, you can have a snack. <laughs> um, is there like, do you like, do you know, like, let's see, it is. They're $40.50 per. So it's almost seven. So is it like a, a ritual here that you know that like about. We two- had, no, we had dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he just sent me a text and I didn't answer it. Oh, I got you. Um, so basically we'd be eating 80 bucks. Because okay. I bought them at the venue, I didn't sure. pay right. You didn't fees pay any of the anything. extra bullcrap tickets. Yeah. Um, while I was there for Noel Gallagher and garbage, yeah, I bought the tickets from the ticket office. Oh, cool. Yeah, because they did that thing where you could like you could just you go could buy right. Yeah. But but um, but they didn't do phys- what they will do physical tickets though for is if you're there and you and there's upgrades available sure. like the lawn deck or something right. like that. They give you a physical ticket for that. Just so that they can hand up you your up and, your ticket to a Noel Gallagher from twenty dollars to twenty five bucks and get you in, get you in that VIP seat. I, I'm telling you right now, man. I it, that was a great show, and I understand that he's not the draw that he was when he was an Whatever. Oasis, but it was a phenomenal show. Right, I bet it was. But it looked really, really weird being to, empty. to have because this, the the pavilion holds about sixty six hundred. Sure, there were three thousand people there. In the pavilion. In the in the pavilion. Wow. And they, they literally closed the lawn. Now they didn't stop anyone from going up there, but they didn't offer they didn't offer tickets sure. on the lawn. Um and you've been to Deer Creek, obviously. I have. You have when you walk in, you can walk right or left and there's concessions on both sides. Yep. They had one side completely closed and really? blocked off. Well that's... there was no need for them. Right. And me and my wife and another couple that were supposed to be two rows back, but just came and sat by us because there were plenty of seats available. Sure, yeah. We were laughing because they were coming to see Dave the very next day. I'm like, this is going to look very different tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was it, it was a really good show. Good. So I, I'm still debating if I'm. If I'm as tired as I am now, right. I'm not going. And I, go. I hate to say that because I don't know what I'm going to I waited 12 years for them to get back together. But, you know. If it's really that important to you. And here's the thing. You, it will be the second time in my life I've had tickets. Let me ask you a question. And didn't go see them. How packed is that show going to be? I mean, the fact that there's still upper pavilion seats available tells me. Well, first of all, it's a metal band. So there's going to be people in the lawn because they're going to want to mosh. Of course. I'm guessing 8,000 optimistically. Okay, so that's not bad. So that's like one-third. That's like one-third the venue. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's do some quick math. Whoever's out there peeking in, you can just come in. It's okay. Um, what do you need? You can have half of that. Love you. <laughs> Those gummy blue sharks are great. <laughs> you want some? No, I, okay. I really don't. Right. I don't. I appreciate the offer, but I don't. Yeah. Um, so, the fuck so, what we were talking about, Mudvayne. No, yeah. So, so if there's eight thousand, yeah, roughly, you think eight thousand? I'm betting about eight thousand. Yeah. Okay. Pavilion won't sell out. So, can you do that thing that you do, like when you go to the speedrome and you like come in a little later after everything has kind of happened, like you rest up and then like at nine, like eight forty five, oh, you, you mean roll like come out, home, to, take a nap. Yeah. Oh, you, for sure. You roll out because I have pavilion seats. My seats are reserved. Right. Yeah. So then, so then, take a nap, you know, and then roll out to. You know what my fear of that is? What you're gonna miss it? No, that taking that nap means I won't get to sleep till three o'clock in the oh, morning. Oh crap! I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's there's, and I'm not trying to crawl up on the cross here or anything, Whatever. but I've got 23 kids that I have to perform for. Yeah, and 
And that's what teaching is, really, is it a performance. Is, it is. I, you know, I'm surprised that there aren't more teachers in stand-up because yeah. you have to be good on your feet. You have to be good, although nothing is worse. Nothing is sadder than watching a teacher who's a fr- who is who can't is not comfortable being in front of a group of people. Wow. It is one of the saddest things in the world to watch and there's a pretty good percentage of them. Really? Yeah, they like they talk to the floor. Most uh, a lot of substitutes are that way right. because being a substitute is not challenging no. at all. And the and literally just high school diploma and a background check. Yep. Um and what's nice about that is if you don't really want a job you can be a sub and only work when you want to. Yeah. And then, you know, claim the nobility. It's like it's like being a <laughs> it's like being the wife of someone in in the service. Yeah. You get to kind of claim that you're an educator. Like you get to claim that you're in the service cuz you're married to a service. Sure, man. sure. It's kind of the same thing. It's funny. They call those people dependopotamuses. Have you ever seen that yeah. before? Yeah. I saw one this morning. Yeah, I've uh, I'm I'm very very familiar with. I saw a bumper sticker this morning. Army wife. I'm like, okay, come on. So you're married. That's all you've right. told me. Right. Like, so uh, an ex friend of mine, his his wife was very much like that. Yeah. And finally, I did that thing that I do where I get fed up with people and I just let her have all of my anger, all of the honesty. And I go, your husband sits at a freaking desk. Yeah. In, in like, Kabul, okay, or wherever. He's yeah. in a green zone, yeah. pencil pushing, he's safe. Yeah. Oh, but they could, no, they couldn't. Yeah, and even They could if, not. And even if he wasn't, right. it's got fuck all to do with you. Now, I'm not, now, here's the deal. I'm not saying that her feelings of missing him and him doing, you know, serving, that's different. Right. But, like, cli- you yourself climbing up on that cross. Right. And saying that you're making a sacrifice and blah, blah, yeah. look. I know I'm going to piss somebody off, but you're not. Yeah. He's over there. Yeah. You're at home reaping the benefits, working with your kids. Now, see, so there's, there is a little bit of a difference there. If they have kids, I do feel it a little bit more than, but the ones that are like, and, and if you pissed, if you didn't piss anyone off, I'm going to come back behind you. You know, the, the, you know, 250, 300 pound sitting at home doing nothing. Yep. Um, living in usually uh, government-provided housing mm-hmm. through the military mm-hmm. and collecting his check because yep. he, I mean, especially when they're deployed, they can spend money, but they're not. No. You know, they, those paychecks are coming in. But anyway. No, so. I, in, I don't know that this is the fight we want to pick. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. In my opinion, uh-huh. um, if you're in the military and you're over there and you're <laughs> serving, no matter what role it is, good. Yeah, do it. Yep, yep. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But. If you're a spouse of a military member and you know your military spouse uh-huh. is in a safe space yeah. doing a safe job, yeah. just shut up. Well, it, it almost, it reminds me of... Because there are like Marines and Navy SEALs and... of First Ladies. Yeah. And the deference that we pay to someone who just happened to have married well. Yeah. Like, I don't need, I don't need policy coming from the First Lady's office. Yeah. I don't even understand why the first lady has an office or a staff. She has a staff. Every first What's lady she has a staff, staff for. Like they have, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like an assistant to like help. I mean, I could see that because no, her no, schedule. No, no. They usually have policy people and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. No, these are government employees. This is the one hundred percent truth. 
I haven't I've never told anybody this, but in high school, uh-huh. I had a bucket list of what I wanted, and uh-huh. on bucket list, I want to be the first husband. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all like a sweet gig. Yeah. Speaking of first husband, yeah. Did you see? Do you pay attention to Canadian politics? I know this is very obscure. Wow, that is. Uh, I I so you pay know attention who to Canadian Trudeau is. Though, I do. Right? Okay. I do. And you'll you know that. Do you, are you aware that his wife just filed for divorce? No, I didn't know that. There's lots of pictures coming out of him with young guys. Bro. Yeah. I, listen, I don't know if there's any fire behind that smoke. Sure. But I can tell you. Is it just, are they just hanging out? I are they like. It could be. Two are feet they like a, doing two feet apart or five feet apart because they're not gay? <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I I have I have I have zero idea. Making zero room for Jesus in that. Yeah, okay, yeah, got yeah. it. Word. Good um, Lord. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, How young? I, I just know. No, 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 no. I don't mean like that. Oh, oh, word. I don't okay. mean like that. So they're that. of age. Yo, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, word. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you need to be very careful with that one. Um, I'm not. I'm not claiming anything. Cause, I'm cause, just asking. The thing is, I'm just tired of talking about American politics. I'm just mm-hmm. done with it. Yeah. Um, we have a presumptive uh, Republican nominee who's been indicted like 83 times now. And um, going for the 100. Let's and, go, triple and, digits. And a Democratic nominee who is the current president and is just a literal walking corpse. I mean, you know, I, I think what they're doing is keeping him alive through orphans' tears. I, the thing is. I ha- I have to wonder because you've seen the guy speak, I right? Have, I have. I have to wonder how much of the how much of the policy is he actually controlling right. anymore? Right. Because if you look at like his entire staff is stacked with former Obama people, mm-hmm. so it's just this, that could have been intentional though. It's, I believe it's like the third Obama term because yeah. all of the policies are very very similar. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but anyway, I don't want to talk. Well, so here's what I'll say. It wouldn't surprise me if that's kind of what we're looking at. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise oh, it's, me. I mean, I don't under, I don't see anything other than another, uh, a Biden and Trump rematch. And then, and then. Which is just sad. And it's sad for both sides. Yeah. Like we don't have a better Republican candidate. We don't, yeah, and we can't, and the Dems can't find anybody. I can name three off the top of my head that, as a conservative, I'd be willing to vote for. Go. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Yep. Is one of them. 100%. Um, I'm going to draw some heat for this one, but Elizabeth Warren. Ooh, okay. And the guy that I actually hope gets nominated yeah. but won't yeah. is RFK Jr. Because really? listen, Because listen, dude. If we're going to do crazy, we might as well, which we did once now, Uh huh. let's try crazy the other way. Oh God. Let's try crazy the other way. Cause the funny thing is, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's funny. He wrote a book about Anthony Fauci. Right. That is scary. Really? And the fact that he was never sued. Means that it's true. Tells me it might be true. Holy shit. Now. He also claims that he has to be careful about what he says because the CIA killed his dad and he thinks the CIA wants to kill him too. But you'll remember, that reminds me of Vermin Supreme. You'll you'll remember that a lot of the shit that Trump said sounded fucking zany. Yeah. Some of it ended up being true. That's fair. Not a lot. 
but some of it. And it's kind of like kind of like Alex Jones. And I don't want to be too fringe with that either. We're making the frogs gay. So that's true. Right. That's the thing. <laughs> and it's not that it was making the frogs gay. Right. It was making the frogs um, ambiguous sex- sexually. Sure. And, you know, he was the first guy talking about there was a, a fuck island yeah. where wealthy people were being compromised. And he's, again, he sounded like an absolute nutter. Now, he sounds crazy most of the time. Sure. And maybe there's a little bit more. Maybe it's more about, uh, you know, a stop clock is right twice a day. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But my, my whole thing with RFK Jr. is we've already done full tilt bozo with, with the last guy. Yeah. So let's try one on the other side. Right. Because what's the worst that can happen? What's really funny is that you talk to people who voted for Trump, Trump back in yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah. And um, what's weird for me is that when I voted, I'll be honest, I voted for him in 2016. Mm-hmm. When I did, I was like, okay, here are my options. Yeah. I have Donald Trump. I have Hillary Clinton. Uh-huh. And I have Joe Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson, that's right. Dr. Joe Jansen or whatever was from Jill Johnson. Yeah. Jack, whatever. Whatever. Was was in 2020. Okay. Wow, I can't believe it's been almost four years. Yeah. Um, it's about time. Uh, so um, so I looked and I said, okay, well, Hillary Clinton is abhorrent. Yes. And I, I'm not a fan of hers. Yeah. Um, and a friend was like, oh, is that because she's a woman? And I looked at her and I go, that's specifically why. It's because you've now told me that I hate her because she's a woman? Yep. Yes, yep. that is why. Yep. Cause, no. Because you brought identity politics yep. into yep. it. Yep, and I said, I, I said 100%, I said, look, I don't care if you're a man or a woman. If you're, if I think you're capable, yeah. you're getting my vote. Yeah. Um, and what happened was. The, the hit job they did on Bernie to get Hillary. Insane. Yeah. Oh, insane. my God. Now, I'm not a fan of Bernie Sanders. I, Sanders I think he's. He's, you know, a great talker, and yep, he, he yep. really riled up the but, millennials but, but with he's their avocado liter- toast. He's also literally never held a job outside right. of the government in his entire life. Yep, exactly. Um, and after we talk about this, I've got to talk about racing this weekend. We yeah, have yeah, to. It's fine. We have it's to. Fine. This yeah. is a racing show. Yeah. Um, so, Will they make this the after dark? <laughs> no, because i got stuff i got to talk about. For, oh, we got like to talk about oh. Colorado for the after dark. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, um, so yeah, no, so... Uh, so I was like, well, maybe Hillary Clinton won't be so bad. And then you know what Hillary Clinton starts to do? Hmm. She goes, God, I fucking love this. And I believe this is 100% why Trump won. Uh-huh. Um, Hillary Clinton starts talking mad shit about Donald Trump everywhere yeah. she goes. Basket of deplorables. 100%. Yeah. Boom, 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 right down yeah. the line. And never once did she talk about her own policies. Yeah. yeah. When she goes to a southern, when she goes to southern states, uh-huh. what's she do? Adapt a southern accent. Yeah. When she goes to black neighborhoods, what's she do? Yeah. Pull out a full bottle, probably barely just corked open, of hot sauce. <laughs> I always use hot sauce. No, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. No. The reason Pure politician. He, Pure the, politician. The reason he won was because of her nonstop nagging and dogging of him. Yep. If and, she had paid attention. Yeah, and there was a segment of the people that was tired of being yep. called stupid and racist. The, the margin of people... Mm-hmm. The percentage between Hillary and Trump was small enough to where that three or four percent, two or three percent, yeah, 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 could have been well, swayed. She won the popular vote. She won the popular if vote. She had shut the fuck up. Yep. And yep. focused and on. What's funny is look at how Biden won in twenty twenty. Yeah. He won by not running. Yep. He won by not running. Yep. There were days at nine a.m. 
They would call a rap for his press for the day. Yep. And he just wouldn't leave the basement. It was ridiculous. Well, he had it's to power like, up, you know. All, all Trump had to do was shut up. That's it. And let them talk. Yep. And he couldn't do it. So she starts running her mouth, and Donald Trump says, that's hilarious. Yeah. He takes it and runs with it. Yeah. And as he runs with it, he slowly becomes the punk rock kid that everybody wants to support. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's talking shit. MSNBC, yeah. CNN, yep. CNBC. He was all a giant things. middle finger to yes. everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so people didn't see him as a politician. They saw him as someone who was a disestablishmentarian. Out, yep. Outsider. 100%. He was an outsider. He was, he was an outsider. Yeah. Which is funny because he's as inside as you can get. Yep. Just yep. wasn't inside the beltway. Yep. And I would tell my friends, I'm like, the reason he is going to win is because of everything I just said. And they're like, no, he's not. He's a part of this and this. And this. Yeah. Like, Stop. Yeah. You are literally talking about business. You are not talking about politics. Yep. Yep. The man does politics with the Clintons, the Obamas, yeah. and, and all these some other people. Some of his margin of victory. Because it's victory, good business. Some of the, his margin of victory came from the fact that there was a segment that didn't believe he would win. Yeah. So they didn't vote. No, they and didn't. like, well, that didn't happen the second time nope. around. Nope. He, he. He is responsible for number two and number three most presidential votes of all time. Yep. Um, or sorry, number three and number four. Yep. Um, and the only person that, and it was Biden that beat him last time, obviously. It, it's, yeah. And, then, and, I, and I, I regret the fact that we've now started talking about politics. Whatever it happens. Like it. So what do you want to talk about now? Racing, dude. Okay, we had a full it. weekend of racing. We did. We did. So I went both nights. Um, you did. I'm not going to really get into like what's been going on in my life, but right. for lack of a better word, shit's been weird. Yep. Okay. And, you, and you've got some free time. And let's hand. just say that I've been granted unlimited vacation time <laughs> uh, for a minute. Okay. Yep. yep. And, uh, and, and, and we're being careful about how we say that because we're being respectful for everybody. It's just. And on top of that, uh -huh. I'm not ready to publicly say what has happened. Okay. Then I'll stop right there. No, you're good. You're good. And um, because it's just, I'm not, you know, it. To be fair, it's about the story, which sounds really yeah, shitty. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll talk about that. But uh, for Josh defenders, there's no one to be angry at. Nope. Don't be mad at anybody. Yep. Just just say, okay, we're yep. cool. Yep. Uh we're forward motion. Yep. So um so I go Friday night and Wes joins me. Yeah, I saw. And Wes is like, I don't see. By the way, this. for the record, I didn't go either night. I no. had, I had family. No, you were yeah, you had family in town, you're good. And so Wes is just like, he's like, um, he's like, you know, I don't get to sit in the stands very often. I'd uh -huh. love to come and hang out. And I go, well, fuck yeah, let's go. So we sit in the stands and we're just talking and watching racing. It's very quiet that night. I did something I'm really proud of. Um, I don't, like, because of all the walking, most of the walking we did at the airport, uh -huh. I am now able, and this is a big deal to me, yeah. so everybody needs to calm down. I'm now able to walk from my truck, mm -hmm. stand in line at the ticket booth, mm -hmm. stand in line to get food, and walk. So when they put in the beer garden, yeah. which is like five or six McDonald's, tape, yeah. McDonald's outside tables. Yeah. Um, they need to work on that. A little bit. Um, that's okay. Uh, they removed the ramp. That was right there. Yeah, the handicap ramp. Yeah. Cool, whatever. They can do whatever they want to do to their shop, yeah. uh, their, their business, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So I, I walked from... With two hot dogs in my pockets and a diet do on my in my hand, yeah, I walked from the food all the way, and it's a good like you're halfway up the turn one or turn four by the time you get to by the time you the get first the first set of stairs, yeah, yes. And I walked up those stairs and I walked all the way up to the top nice. of that wooden, and I sat down and I had no problem. That's awesome. I'm like, holy shit, man! Awesome. We watched wonderful nights of racing. There was no incidents on the track at all. Not that night. Not that night. 
Um, so Saturday night rolls around. It was just a beautiful night. Um, it, it was wasn't. really sunny, yeah, was and then it was, yeah. and then it, the sun went down. It was beautiful. Yeah. So Saturday night, we were under threat of rain all day Saturday. Oh yeah, we were, and it sprinkled a little bit too. A little bit. Um, yeah. So I had people because I knew I was going to go alone. I was like, listen, I just want anybody want to go with me. You know, I know it's last minute. Yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. I had people in the pits who were like, hey, just come to the pits. We'll take care of you. Oh nice. And I was like, that's awesome. And I'm going to mark it here because I don't think. They want me to say who it is, but I'm going to mark it to bleep it out. Yeah. Um, ultimately, who paid for my pit pass was... Really? Yes. That's cool. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. You don't... I said, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I, I yeah, do what yeah. I always do. You don't have to do this. It's really cool. I really appreciate it. Um, and and he goes, just shut up. Okay. <laughs> just just let me, let me do cool. it. That's cool. You know? And I was like, well, thanks, man. I, I really appreciate it. I got a little overclimped because I always yeah, do. Yeah. Um, and then... I get up there and here I go. I get up there and all of these people came up to me and told me how much this shit means to them. Oh, that's good. And what we do. Oh, that's cool. And it, it drove me crazy yeah. and it made me. Uh, yeah, but you like it. I do. I and do. It's and not I don't. That mean I like, don't. It it's doesn't not. drive me crazy in a bad way. It drives yeah. me crazy in a sense of like, the past month uh-huh. has proved uh-huh. to me, uh huh, yeah, that what we're doing is right. It, it. Uh, well, so what I would say, because you know, I can't agree with you. Mm-hmm. What we do, and and I said this in Denver and in, and in in Seattle, what we do matters. It creates moments of significance. We help make people's lives different. Yep. And that's a very, very cool feeling. I don't get that feeling much at the Speedrome, and I'm not saying it's not there. Right. Um, I, I, I believe I've shot myself in the foot by being public about how private I enjoy being, uh-huh. which is why you get a ton more. Or it's also possible that you're the host and I'm the co-host. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's possible that you're more the show than I. You're am. very, you're very, pu- you're very <coughs> private pu- publicly. So uh, yeah. Um. But when we traveled, because the two times that we traveled, we were, it was to see the same people, and they adore right. both of us. Right. It was incredibly overwhelming yeah how important we were to them right and i still i honestly i can't i don't get it and it's little things like but i'm I'm, anything someone could do for us and 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 i want to mention this because we need to mention it and hopefully you'll mention it on the facebook page ricky deets sent us back with a a box full of t-shirts box to give away yeah he didn't want anything from us no and if and that and and him and his lady uh, Katie mm-hmm. loaned us their RV to do interviews. Now we ended up not being able to do interviews because we got there too late, right? And there was practice and, and the shit was bananas. Shit it, was, it was bananas. Bana- yes, yes. But the minute we roll in, we were standing in line to get our pit bands. Yep. And the Lepedos figured out we were there yeah. and came to talk to us while we were in line. Yeah. It was. It was an incredible, um, it, it, it's just an incredible experience. And I, I'm I, I'm really bummed that, well, I'm not bummed that my family was in town. I wish I could have been there to experience that with you. I've never, and it's never really occurred to me, I've never, like, sat in the pit stands. So this is my first, this is really my first time. Yeah. 
Um, and, and I was wondering why you wanted my parking pass. Like, you don't sit anywhere near that. Right. It's right there, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it's okay. fine. Yeah, I know. And, and I get the phone call. He's like, hey, come out. Yeah. And I said, I don't know. It's expensive. He said, shut up. Just get yeah, here. Yeah. All right, cool. So get there, get situated. Um, and I'm up there, and I'm next to the Duplers, and then the Bartholomews come and sit next to yeah, me. Yeah. I meet Casey Victory. I th- I thought we had no, we've never talked. We to didn't. Him. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And he listens too. Cool. He does. He does. It was it was it was a really interesting experience. Jeff Lynch came up and said something that really meant a lot to me. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what it is, and I'll I'll end up bleeping it out because I don't want you know. Uh-huh. He said. Got a little choked up in your previous show because you were concerned about your weight and this kind of thing. And he uh-huh. goes, and that shit fucked me up. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are so many things that you've done in the last it six weeks. fucked me up. Jesus fucking Christ. It screwed my brain. Okay. <sighs> Why? Because I don't see it. You're never going to. Dude, let me explain something to you. I went from 375 pounds to 298 or so. Yeah. The guy in the mirror never looked any different to me. Yeah. It never did. So I'm going to warn you right now. If you use the guy in the mirror as your gauge, Mm -hmm. you're going to fuck up. Yeah. You're going to. Yeah. Take what others say. Because they have no reason to say it to you, right? They have no reason take, to lie. Take what others say yeah. and use that as your as as your fuel, as your motivation. Yeah. The things that we've done in the last five or six weeks, we didn't have to do. No, we could have easily backed out of them. Yeah. It would have probably bruised some relationships. Right. But you know, I'll go back to, and I don't want to harp on this, but the when we got on the flight to leave for seattle mm-hmm. you were in a full-blown panic attack on the ramp i was and i can do one of two things be like dude shut up or hey man sit down just just have a seat and hold on let me grab that extension hold we're, dude you we're go- like and i remember as we're taking off i'm slapping you on the shoulder i'm like you're you're fucking going shut up like knock it off yeah and I knew once you were in and buckled in and knew, and even like halfway through the flight, you were still paranoid like they were going to open up the door and throw your, your ass off. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's forget about like physically coming a long way. Believing that you can do things yeah. that a normal person Made does. Colorado real easy. Yeah. <laughs> now, we had, and if you don't want me to share this, I won't. No, We had wait. a conversation while we were in Colorado yeah. about... You know, seeing what I was able to do. Right. Because I've lost some weight, too. Sure. And I felt bad, but I'm also not going to experience the things I want to experience. No, you got to do what you got to do. And and you were like, you were praising me and saying, you're giving me new targets to hit. Like, you're giving me new benchmarks. Yeah. Like, I got to do stuff. Now, having said that, along with the exercise that we got... We also made decisions we shouldn't have. Del Taco. But, well, it wasn't just Del Del Taco wasn't that bad. We didn't need the extra churros. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We but, can talk about that. But we didn't have to hit good, too good to go two days in a row right. and, get a, and get three boxes of baked goods. Yeah, right. But so if you're only going to count the losses, yeah. then you're going to stop trying for the victories as yeah. well. It's a different environment and a different atmosphere 
uh-huh. sitting in the pits. Yes, because I and I think the next time I go, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay the money. I'm gonna sit in the pits specifically because I feel bad. You having said that makes me think there might be people that want to talk to me. There are okay. There and, are and if and if that's the case, I. Some of it is I don't want people to think that I want to be noticed and sure. famous, but of course I would love it if it happened. Right. But we. But I should also say we're not famous. No, we're not. We're known by like sixty people. Yeah. Well. And and some of those sixty don't know us for good reasons. Double it. Okay. Hundred and twenty. But is that average? That's right. Yeah. We just talked. That's about average. That. That's right. Yeah. That's wild. Dude. Um, and it's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so the racing happens. Uh, the grocery getter is crazy. There's 81 we cars. We need to talk about the grocery getter <laughs> because it's a fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> and by the way, I'm going to tell you right now, hey, if you want to, just toss those on the bed. Yes, sir. So you don't have to worry about them. Okay. Um, by the way, if you want, if you're a big dude or big woman, like two, three, or three, three, two, three, four X, yep. and you want um, a Ricky D shirt, get in touch. Also, gotta, if you're a big we, lady, I'll sign your boobs. Yeah. We have a case of them. You picked the color. By the way, that was Josh that said that. Yeah. I called it. They should not be doing three of these nights. No. And I'll tell you why. The grocery getter uh-huh. was a clown fest. It was crazy. You have 30 or 40 drivers that are purposely just trying to wreck and be done early. Right. That's crap. Yeah. I get that it's supposed to be a little bit of that. Sure. Um, I've been on the record before. And I'm not. I'm not... Speaking bad about any of our drivers because I love all of our drivers. I don't think if you race in another division, you should be allowed to race it. Yeah. Because that's not what it's there for. Yeah. But it's also not my track. And because we're doing three of these nights, there were three entries for the trailer race. Three. Three. Four. Four. One died on his way out. Okay. But still. Looked like Anderson. Yeah. And I'm just going to say it. Um. And the demolition derby, there were six. I didn't even. I, I left after the trailer race. It's and it's because they took a good thing and they're spreading it too thin. After Nigel Peters smashed his own, yeah, <laughs> that dude is crazy. Like not like you know, not yeah. Oakwood, but he's like he's crazy, dude. He'll yeah. if it's got fearless. wheels. I think fearless is. The, I would say yeah. yeah. I would say he likes to take risks, but he's not reckless. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, they they should do it once at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Once at the end. Yeah. The, I'll, I'll tell you, though, the bus figure eight was the best they've had in a while. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, but I think part of it was because they did something very, very cool. They took fo- some of the grocery getter cars and set them up as obstacles, yep. which was kind of cool. Yeah, it was pretty and, good. Um, and it was clear that Kevin was was adding some excitement because he was going yeah. after people, and that was kind of fun. Yeah. But the grocery getter eight, they got to put a limit. The they, third, they've got to put a limit. The third, the third night, the third wild night or whatever. Yeah. I think I'm going to go up to Rockford. Okay. And go to Rockford Speedway okay. for their night of thrills because they're yeah. closing this season after this yeah. season, and yeah. I at least want to go once, yeah. just to kind of get a feel for what the rate. I mean, it's a different, obviously, it's a different crowd. It's a great Chinese night. restaurant, very close to it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I looked at I looked at the directions today, uh-huh. and I was like, I, you know, it's like three hours away. Wrong. It's five hours away. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding yeah, me? Because it's it's all it's not all the way, but it's very far west from Chicago. Yeah, it's. Cl- I mean, it's it's close. Mark Purvis is calling. Okay, for what? I don't know. We're just going to leave the phone. Hold on a second. Answer it on speaker, but tell them we're recording. Hey, Mark, uh, I'm here with Michael, and we're recording. What are you doing? Oh, I'm going to get off here and leave you guys alone then. No, what's up? 
just want to chit chat. I missed you. Oh, <laughs> babe. That's fine. No, listen. We're we're in the middle of recording. We're talking about uh Friday and Saturday night. Uh I did get a little emotional, so prepare for that bullshit. Uh oh. but but when it's over, how about I give you a call? Okay, sounds good. Buddy. All right, I'll call you about an hour and a half. All right, loves you. I right, love you, bye. Does he just randomly call? No, this is the first time he's called. Okay. So, but occasionally, like, there's we'll, probably we'll, something else he wants to talk about, fine. and he what, just whatever. doesn't want to say it on the podcast. It's cool. So, it's going to be one of those things where I'll call him when I leave here. Uh-huh. And I mean, it might be something random, but usually, if like we're in a heavy text chat, I'm like, dude, just fucking call me. Uh, Stop. Okay. You know, um, and then we'll be on the phone for 45 minutes because yeah. Mark and I can't seem to shut up with each other. Got it. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so then they did the buses and the trailers, and I left after the trailers. And let me tell you why I love the pit, the, the pit spot I was in. So I'm sitting there to my left, yeah. 25 feet away, yeah. food. Oh, yeah, yeah. To my right, 25 feet away, uh. Turlets. Yeah, that's right. Boom. Yeah. And I was sitting there. I was like, this is a pretty sweet deal. But it's 50. 40. It's, it was 40. Well, because he's a member. No, it was 40. It's It was 40 that night. Okay. Yeah. I um, figured it would be more on the Bonanza nights. I thought it would be too. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, they were cool. And I yeah. said, thank you. And I honestly, I can't thank the fact that people wanted me there yeah, means that, a lot. That is very cool. And we I'm like we've talked about it would be nice to land a ticket sponsor so that we could It'd be cool. You know. The one thing I would love, 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 love. And you've been thinking about this for a minute. I want to uh, do a live show. So do I. I'm yeah, on board now. I've wanted to for a while. I, I know. I'm on board now. Yeah. Especially but, like do a Q and A and shit like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. It'd be a lot of fun. But here's my I have the same concern you do. Uh-huh. I think what we need to do is do a small live show first. Yeah. Like have say, hey, let's throw a party. Yeah. Let's do like um, I don't know, like my birthday or some shit like yeah. that. I don't know. Um, let's throw a small party. Mm-hmm. Whoever's not going to California for yeah, you know, for I don't even know when those races are. I know Neither that there's I. a new one Neither that's been announced I. now in California. Um, oh, is there? Yeah. Um, I know that it's in the same weekend. There is a likelihood that we will be at the 2024 California show. Yeah. Yeah, but which we'll, will be cool. We'll talk about that next which year. Which will be cool. We can go visit the first McDonald's. Anyway, um, yeah. so, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, so that, anyway, that yeah. I, th- I think that we should do that. I think that if we do a live yeah, show, I know there's I'd plenty of people. It. I'd love it. You know, I can, off the top of my head, I know that I'm sure we could get all of, like, all the factory front guys we've had on. Uh, yeah. Um, I know we can get Pete Bear out there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we could, if we made it close, we get some, a lot more of the, the outlaw guys out there yeah. just to hang out. But where? Because I, I don't want to... Man, you're a hot commodity. Whatever, tonight. it's fine. They can um, they can suck it. Um, I don't want to do it at like a bar or restaurant. You're right. And I'm, I, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if we set it up like a party where there's food yeah. and booze and people. Yeah. You know, and then there'll be people that we don't know. Yeah. And then we could also pair it up and just hear me out on this. Uh-huh. What if we did it as like a fundraiser? Not for us, for but for an organization. I don't have a problem with okay, that. Okay. That's, I mean, I was thinking if we can turn into like a, like a little Because here's the thing. thing. I don't, when I like, when I talk about doing a live thing, yeah. I don't mean getting paid to go do a show. No, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I know I that's exactly that. what you mean. I don't want that. But I mean, if we could, if we could pair with, uh, you know, some sort of organization. Yeah. And pass the hat around or something like yeah. that. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, do a fifty whatever. I, don't I know. would I, love to do something to benefit teachers, obviously, yeah. because it, it affects me personally. 
But I also my normal go to is is usually Riley Children's Hospital, but they're fine. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing good. Yeah, they're doing okay. Um, Originally it was Peyton Manning Children's Hospital, and it's like, hold on, who's in the name? That's Peyton Manning. You're good. Yeah, you're that's fine. Right. That's right. You're fine. Obviously, you're doing nice try, St. Vincent. That's right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah I would totally be down for it. But but you know me, I need to be spoon fed it. Like, hey, this is where you need to be, yeah. and when. Yeah. Um, as far as like the venue and mm-hmm. obviously we'll have to set up a PA. And that's not, I have that. I have I a PA. I thought your PA didn't work anymore. It works, but it does the sound thing. It's, but, but it, it, sometimes it's crackling. Okay. We'll be fine. All right. We'll be fine. Right. I can swap out other speakers. I've got, I've got okay. a, a friend of mine that has the exact same setup. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, let me borrow your speakers. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if we, you know, if we could basically just set up a table facing. Yep. An audience or two, I, yep. I would absolutely love. Now, back when I suggested, I mean, I, I remember the first time I asked you. First of all, I'm pretty sure I was drunk. We were upstairs. You were drunk. And I said, how many people do you think we could get to show up? And you sure. said, reliably, like 12. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, then never mind. That's, that's, that's just, why I was thinking of a party ridiculous. atmosphere. Because yeah. a party atmosphere, that 12, yeah. isn't, it's not I a just, huge room. I just wonder, like, if we could get, because I think we're solidly at, 40 to 50 people now, especially if we do it around three hour when some of the Washington guys are yeah. here. Yeah. Um, speaking of, we got speaking, two. Yeah, not, yeah, we got two coming next week. Yeah. That's right. Next, next Sunday, they're going to be That's going to be a rough weekend for me because I'm be out fine. of town next weekend too. It's okay. Um, and I mean, yes, party atmosphere, like food and stuff like sure. that, but I also don't want to be like hollering over people. Right. So it'll be important to like where we're set up. And I think maybe have like an audience section, mm-hmm. but then a section behind that for like tables and food and stuff sure. like that. But, and then uh, an open, like just a mic that's chilling for Q and A. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And I'm then down. and then we can have stripper row. We can have like just the very front front seats. People want to watch us. Yeah. Put dollar bills on the whatever. I mean, if it would be a good like uh, for a fundraising idea, if you want to sit in the front row. Like those seats you pay for, yeah, and then it would go to it would go to whatever fundraiser we yeah. choose, yeah, you know, like um, Amnesty International or some shit. <laughs> I don't stop. Care. <laughs> I don't know. The World Wildlife Fund, <laughs> UNICEF, whatever, save, you know, it doesn't the, matter. Save the strippers, Nambla. No, God, no, <laughs> wrong, no, not Nambla, not Nambla. Oh God, uh, I, you know, what's really weird about Nambla? It's a lot. Josh, tons of shit. Tons I don't, don't want to know where this is going. I learned, I learned that what they practice, they try and pe- uh, play it off as some old Greek thing. I was like, there's no fucking way. And then I looked up, there was a thing back yeah. in the Greek days. Yeah. It was called pederastry. <laughs> yeah. Or pederastry. Pa- pederasty. Pederasty. It was, yeah, it was, yep, yep. They were, the they had, so they had pages that were. Yes. That, that, they were they, young. Yep, that they had access to. They are like eight to 13, and they were. Fucking young and yeah, it's, gross. Yeah, it wasn't a good. Yeah, it wasn't a good thing. Just oh. and by the way, just because it, it used to be normal doesn't mean it is. You also have to remember that people lived to be like thirty five back then. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah. There, and there's there's zero justification for it. And what makes me nervous is there is a growing movement to not call them pedophiles anymore. Yikes! And like, no, we can just go ahead and pass right over yeah. that. Um, if that happens, uh, I'm so sorry. Well, I mean, sorry. there are there there are already people calling them maps, minor attracted persons. Yeah. yeah, that's disgusting. Yes. Well, the state of California, Fucking the God. state of California, just passed a law 
lowering the penalty for, and I have to be careful because I don't know if my kids are listening, for um, oral sex with a minor. No. Where the minor has, quote, unquote, consented. Oh, Which, by God. the way, we have said correctly for a very long time now, minors cannot consent. No. Period. They can't. End of story. You're not, this isn't one of those things where you're going to change my mind. Then that would lower the consenting age down to like 12. No, no, no. You, you're missing the point. If the minor consents, it lowered the penalty. It doesn't matter how old the minor is. That's fair. Yeah, it doesn't lower anything. Jeez. It's still a crime, but they're saying, hey, as long as the 12-year-old says it's okay, it's less of a penalty. Gross. No, fuck you. No. I, I want to cut your dick off. Yeah, just shove it in my sh- Yeah, and I'm sorry, I already swore. You've been swearing a lot. Yeah, not a, not a ton. You said fuck and shit here and there. All right, whatever. Hey, for the crossover, I'm Josh. I'm Mike. Be good. Be good at Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye.